Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back to another episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad, your favorite podcast for learning how to balance between being a raging dumpster fire and a functioning adult. So no matter where you are, grab your drink, whether it's a cup of coffee, a glass of wine, or in my case, a bottle, and, and let's get ready for um, a good time. Today joining me, we have Beck Thompson. Um, Beck, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. First of all, thanks for having me on. That is such a great intro. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Lost my mind. Um, I am a dating and relationship coach based in Australia, as you might be able to hear from my accent. Um, I work with singles and couples to, uh, I suppose, help them get an amazing relationship. So I have a membership for single women and I do one-on-one coaching with couples and singles. And I've got a course coming up soon. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. And also, as you know, I love it when we get to be international. So we we somehow defied the laws of time and space. We did. And we, and we both were able to show up here today just for you, just for you guys. Your viewing pleasure. No, today we are going to talk about, like she said, she works with singles and couples. We're going to talk a little bit about just, well, I mean, obviously dating and the romance and all that other fun stuff because that's what we do here in the bachelor pad i don't know about you guys but i know this happens for me a lot i get a little bit of dating fatigue sometimes you know i feel mm-hmm. like we're always swiping and doing this other thing you know it's just like the same mundane motion over and over again but before we get in that i have to ask what got you interested in coaching or even working with couples and relationships Yeah, um, so I have a background in therapy and counselling and I worked in the um, domestic violence space for a long time with women and alongside when, as you can imagine, that's quite a heavy um, field to be in, like doing trauma counselling. Yeah. (laughs) It's very heavy. So alongside doing that work, I also trained up in coaching and I just found it to be a lot more lighter, a lot more fun for me, a lot... um, I just enjoyed it a lot more. And so I just transitioned my work from therapy into coaching. Um, And I initially started working with couples only. And then I just had a lot of single women coming to me saying they need help with their dating life. So that tends to be where my work is going now in that direction. So, yeah, just the background in therapy and then just loving coaching work, I suppose. I mean, that's the way to do it. When you find something you're passionate about and you enjoy and mm. it makes you money, I mean, that's that's a good indicator mm. that you're on the right track. Yeah, <laughs> true. No, but I, I'm the same way that I started like going to school to get my PhD in psych because um, I wanted to do counseling, like relationship and marriage counseling, family counseling. Yeah. And then I was just like, it was just a lot. It seemed very daunting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, it didn't hinder me from helping others, but I was like, I can still help just as many people coaching as I can with like a private practice or working with in any practice yep. with the, without like maybe having a couple mental breakdowns. So yeah. <laughs> along the way. So true. I had many of them at uni. So yes, I feel you. So you I made was, the smart choice. I just put the e-brake on it. Now, that's not to say that I won't go back later, but right now I was like, we're just... We're just we're fine right here we're okay safe space yeah uh, so one thing that um I want to ask you because I've been thinking about this a lot today and like the past couple like the past week or so I always say communication is the first and last step to any relationship but 
one thing I just I started thinking about um, with communicating and setting boundaries, I think it's really healthy to do those things with your partner. And it's super important, especially early on in a relationship. So everybody knows what to expect, so to speak, from the partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing um, somebody said to me, and I, I had to start thinking about is, you have to, like, there's obviously meeting people where they're at, but also not expecting them to necessarily have, have the same standard as you. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, what do you think about, I guess, do you think there's a difference from uh, setting boundaries and having standards? Mm, good question. I know. Um, uh, they're almost one and the same. Uh, look, there's a di- they don't have to be mutually exclusive, I suppose. So you can have your boundary and if someone isn't able to meet it because they're in a different space, that doesn't mean you get rid of your boundary. You know, that just might mean that they're not the right person for you. So it's all well and good to meet people where they're at. However, if it leads to disrespect for you or it leads to you not feeling safe or it leads to you not feeling like you're in the right relationship, then it's just not a good match. So, you know, it's okay for them to be where they're at and just not be with you. I think the boundaries are really important because they keep you safe. And I don't, I don't encourage people to bend their boundaries to meet other people because I just think that that is going to end up in hurt or end up in disappointment later because you've molded yourself to, to meet someone else where they're at. That's a different thing to compromising. Like I always get clients to work out their values, first of all, right, to, before they figure out anything in life. And once they've got their values, they've got what values are their deal breakers and what values are their negotiable ones. And so I'm okay for you to work on, to compromise on your negotiable ones. But if there's things that are deal breakers for you, if you negotiate on them, you'll end up unhappy. And I think boundaries are the same thing. If you mold your boundaries to fit someone else or mold your standards, if you will, to meet someone else, I think you're going to end up disappointed later. Sometimes just hearing another person talk about a subject gives you clarity. And <laughs> that was that was one of those things. Like, like I agree. Uh, they're boundaries for a reason. Um, like you said, they're there to keep you safe emotionally, physically, also there to ensure stability throughout the relationship. You know, it's just I don't know, I don't know. Sometimes just the way people the way people ask something, it just you have to ponder it just to make sure that you know you you do agree with yourself sometimes. Yeah, of course, and that makes you a good coach, right? Like you yeah. have to question the way that you think because otherwise you just get stuck in your way. Exactly. And I was like the thing with coaching and just people in general is there's no one set thing that works for everybody. Mm. Um so even like when we have programs or like uh sessions with with our clients, I was like there's always some adaptability that goes into it I say there's like just because something worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you mm-hmm. um you know and, and and that's so true I was like yeah overall there are certain things that gen- generally should work for everybody um or we hope that will work for everybody but like I said you just have to tailor things just I for think. you you know it's like a suit like yeah you can just buy it and wear it right off the rack but everybody looks a little bit better when it's so they true. Just, what a great analogy. Know, they get it tailored. Yeah. <laughs> Besides like the standards and boundaries. Um, do you have any other like major things that you would say communication really helps sustain a relationship? Anything aside from communication or anything? I, I mean like communicating boundaries, needs are, are important. Oh, but, right. Um, yeah. 
what else should you communicate about? Yes, yes. Yeah, everything. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, not everything. I'm, I'm so open for couples having their own private lives. Like, I don't think everyone needs to know everything about the other person. Um, but I think, you know, it's important, like your needs, you need to be able to communicate what you need out of the relationship and what mm-hmm. you're able to, to give. I think that's the same thing. Like, people come in, like, people forget that they're not dating themselves. So they go into a relationship thinking that they're gonna, they're gonna understand what I need and they're just gonna give it to me magically. No, they don't know what you need unless right. you tell them because they grew up in a very different world to you. Exactly. So you, you need to be able to communicate what you need from them out of that relationship. And that's everything from like sexual needs to communication needs to, you know, um, sp- time and space needs. Like what do you need from them and what can you give to them? And, and I think, having that really open conversation in the beginning is important. I think it's really important also to communicate um, whether you want to be in a monogamous relationship or not, because this is something that people do not communicate and then someone has an affair and then they go, oh, we never discussed that. It was just assumed in the relationship that we were going to be monogamous. (laughs) Did anyone ever talk about the rules of the relationship? Uh, Especially over here, I feel like monogamy is like the default for a lot of people yeah, here but, too. Not, yeah. but not everybody um yeah and that's a question that we're starting to see open up a lot more and more is a lot of people are kind of moving away from the traditional monogamous uh heteronormative relationship mm. and either being like polyamorous or um they're doing a lot of platonic uh partnerships um where it's not necessarily romantic so to speak but they just like a little bit of companionship Yep. So just trying to figure out all those dynamics. Um, but you, when you started talking about how important the communication is with couples, that made me think, I know I go on a lot of first dates and second dates, mm. not as many third dates. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I usually try to know by day two if, if I'm for you and you're for me. Um, yeah, good standard. Yeah. I was like, listen, I, time is super important. I hate to waste it. Um, but sometimes I find it's, even for me, finding the right things to communicate with a new partner. Mm. Um, because there's, there's, all, there's so much to go into. Um, and I feel like it may, it maybe it has to do with like how fast paced our society is. But like I was mm-hmm. saying, time's important. So I feel like by a fourth date, that's like taking up a month of somebody's time. And then we're always like texting or calling or FaceTiming. So it's not like you're just seeing the person once per week. It's like you're investing a lot of time into this person. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like date three and four, that's a big deal for me because like I said, I've given you a month of time. Mm-hmm. So we should know by then. But mm-hmm. in, in the early days, what do you think it's important that we really, like really, really communicate to our partners? I think it's important to see if your values match up um, and your goals in life. Like, I think it's important to know if you've kind of got the same, I don't know, base level of importance for things in life. And you can have differing needs within that. But I think it's important to know if those, those, yeah, the base level things line up with the other person. And then, like I always say, and I don't know if this is different for men because I predominantly work with single women, but I always say to women, trust your gut, trust your intuition. Like just you'll have a knowing after that first or second date, whether probably the second one, people would be anxious on the first date. There's a lot of nerves. 
But by the second date, things have calmed down a bit. You've, you've had time to reflect and think about what you want to ask on the next date. And you kind of have a knowing whether that person's for you or not. And it's when you ignore that knowing that usually sends you down the wrong path. And I think, like, I just love your approach because I, I'm very um, blunt and to the point. It's probably why I like coaching. But it's, I think people waste a lot of time in dating, just 100%. asking, what are you having for dinner? What are you doing tomorrow? Like all this rubbish that like, don't you want to get to know them? Like use this time right. to get to know who they are as a person. Like, and like, what do they believe in life? What, like, what is the deepness of them? I think we waste so much surface level because it's almost like we don't want to know the real answers because if we do, they might not be compatible and we like them. So therefore, you know, we're scared they're not going to match up, but you're wasting time. <laughs> like it's That's just, so true. And you're wasting everyone's time because when you make a decision on the second date that you're not going for a third date, you then let that other person go off and find someone that might be better for them rather than wasting their time as well. Like it's out of respect for them, I believe, as well as yourself. And I couldn't agree more. Also, I think one of the reasons that we spend so much time doing like idle chat or just meaningless like questions or stammering is because we're also afraid that we're being too too forward too fast yeah it's like like the first date it should be getting to know the person but then it's like when do you transition from like getting to know them to okay here's who I really am Mm. if that makes sense because I said like the first date it's good to get a base interaction or knowledge of like who the person is but there are certain things that you don't think about on the first date or Mm. that don't feel like they're the right time to ask, you know, Mm. whether that's like religion, um, Mm. sometimes ambition, you know, like, um, like what do you hope, hope to do? Um, Even for some people like uh, around like monogamous or probably like open relationships, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I just, I'm playing in my head the last couple of dates I've been on uh, first dates. And I was like, I don't see anywhere where I could have been like, it's our first date uh so how do you feel about being open and this <laughs> yeah. I, I was like I was like like what like you how do you even know there are certain times you just like you don't know so you play like stop start mm. bumper cars mm. conversation but then you don't want to draw that out too long like, and that's what I'm saying is uh like I said by the th- like the third date that's a really big thing because you would hope that you would ideally have a gut feeling on is this person right for me or are they wrong yeah, yeah, agreed. And that's, it's still, like, that's a lot of time. Like, you're right, a lot of people don't get to that third date for a lot of people. And that's okay. It, it, it really is. Um, one thing that I've, I think the biggest relationship I've had, um, as far as what I've learned about myself, um, was probably last summer, where I was, I didn't communicate, I feel like, either effectively or quick enough with my partner and Mm -hmm. so we had been on like four or five dates which doesn't which didn't really seem like that bad or that long to me but when she broke it down into time and like how often we were like talking texting hanging out it was like okay yeah I get it's a lot of time but how am I supposed to learn all of you you know so fast it feels like Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. or and this is a distinction maybe like got like I I need to start making clear is I feel like there's like a time there's this unspoken rule when people tend to go from 
oh, I'm dating like multiple people. Like I'm on one or two dates that I'm just dating you. Mm. Is that a thing? Like, do you, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's something that needs to be communicated. And that's something people get really anxious about communicating again, because I think they just don't want to lose the person. But the scary thing is about when you don't want to lose the person, you almost lose yourself in the process, because if that's important to you and you feel like you're starting to fall for them or you're starting to have, you know, higher emotions with them and you want to not see anyone else, like you need to be able to communicate that at least to know where they're at. Like it doesn't, you might not get the answer you want, but at least you know where this, where they stand and they know where you stand. That's so true. Like, oh, it's, it's, dating is such a, it's like walking on like a frozen lake, you know, it's. <laughs> One with thin ice? Or yeah, the, the, the thin ice ones. No, it's, <laughs> it's, and here's the thing. It's like, you don't know which areas are thin or right. thick, True. you know? True. Yep. So you, you, you're, you're tiptoeing, you know, just trying to test, test the ice out to make sure it's sturdy enough to stand on. Yeah. And just when you think you're like, you found a good spot, the other leg <laughs> drops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so true. It's so it's, true. It is exhausting for people. I do not, I'm not single and I do not envy you, but I, oh, man. I hear all of your stories. Oh, it kicks my butt habitually. <laughs> I, you know what? I wish I like had just like, somebody like behind me just with a stopwatch and just timed how long I spent either on the dating apps or texting somebody or all doing like the relationship things mm-hmm. and it's and I feel like it would be almost as much time as I spend at work too mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's a full-time job I feel like yeah it is you know nobody nobody tells you this as kid like when you're reading the like the little <laughs> storybooks and they never said like, and the prince set out for like you know a, a 40 hour week 365 no holiday you know like they make it seem so light exactly. easy and fun but really I was like, no, there's a lies. lot of work oh lies it's like getting into relationships is work maintaining your relationships is work yeah. and sometimes yeah. even getting out of a relationship is work mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. gosh I wish that was communicated because it's just so I find it so interesting when people um you know, they want a better relationship and they don't want to put in the work to it. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, if you wanted to get fit, you go to the gym and you do the work. If you want to be healthy, you eat healthy and you do the work. Like, why is this any different? Like, and we're humans. So you've got moving targets constantly. Yes. It's not like anything is just stable there. You, it's, and it's, it's work. It's, and it's never just, you're never just doing one thing. It's like, can you rub your stomach and pat your head at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> because you have to deal with, you and then that person plus your personal mm-hmm. life and then the extra variable or component of if they're seeing somebody else mm-hmm. um and it's just like it's a lot I like mm-hmm. I hate to th- like I I try to discourage people from thinking that dating is a game or competition but yeah yeah it yeah. kind of it, it, it is sometimes you know um and not even intentionally you know you you, tr- you try out a couple different outfits or shoes or you know people to see who's the best match for you but when you try when you have multiple options one has one is usually better than the other you know Mm -hmm. and so and then once you make that distinction I don't know it feels like competitive Mm -hmm. you know everybody wants that one slot to your heart Mm -hmm. or multiple if you're in an open relationship you know that Mm -hmm. gives you a little Mm -hmm. more a little more leeway Mm -hmm. For all of us who are kind of still trying to get 
into that first or second date phase because not mm-hmm. a, see see I, I guess I skipped over this and it's a it's a really big deal the first date mm-hmm. is a huge deal because not everybody mm-hmm. makes it to one mm-hmm. um so for those of us who like get stuck at date zero um <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I call it and that date zero to me is it's your it's your profile mm-hmm. sometimes your profile is where everything starts and stops Mm-hmm. Do you ever do any work with your single ladies on their profiles? Or yeah, like yeah, I've got a whole profiles? service on this. Oh. <laughs> dating profile audit, yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I, it needs to be a thing. Uh, and I say this especially for guys because I've seen some guy bios, like profiles, and I'm just like, this is an atrocious story, but picture yeah. book. It I, makes me want to work with men, actually, the horror stories I hear from women. I'm like, I just want to do that part of it. Please do not put a photo of you with a fish. I don't know if that's a thing in America, but yes, here it, it is. is such a thing. It is. I think it's everywhere. I was like, there's not even a lake or river around. Where did you get this fish from? Like, I saw this girl post in a group on Facebook the other day, and, and this guy had this massive fish, and she goes, "This is the only fish that's acceptable to be on your profile. <laughs> Nothing smaller." Like, if you have not, if you're not catching something to set a world record, <laughs> I like, I don't need to see it. No, thank you. Luckily, I don't fish that often or well, so I, I never have to <laughs> brag about my, my fishing accomplishments. I mean, achievements. Wow. Um, but are there, if you had like three major components that you think need to be in every profile, what would they be? Definitely. I know I talk about this a million times, but you need to have your values in your profile. And it doesn't need to say my values are this, 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 but it needs to be woven into the photos, your bio, the questions, like need to have somewhere in there who you are. So your values, your personality, and definitely your, um, like what makes you unique? What makes you, you? I, I just want your profile to be about you because if you really like, um, like traveling, put traveling in there. If you like partying, put partying in there. Like don't pretend to be someone else because at some point that facade's going to fall off and the real you is going to come out and what a waste of everyone's time. Like just be you in your profile. That's so true. Uh, I feel like sometimes the profile or even the first date too, it's like a play. Like mm. you're, you're just trying to create this like pretty narrative that you feel like a lot of people would want to be attracted to yeah which is so hilarious right because the dating pool is massive and so why do you want to cast this wide net where everybody gets in like that just feels to me like so exhausting why do we have this need to be liked by everyone you want the net to be smaller and catch the people that fit your net not this giant it's just crazy talking about fish yeah (laughs) I mean the only reason I can think of well the only two reasons is we always have that grass is always greener thing Mm. so we're always looking for like the next bigger and better you know Mm. but I was like it's not that's not usually the case or sometimes we're afraid that (laughs) we're not that except you know people won't accept us and so they're like the more people I have in the inside my net the more the higher the probability that someone will actually like me for me yeah but the problem is you're going to get people that don't like you for you because you're not even being you like it's just I think people sometimes when I come across profiles they put stuff on there that um they think other people are going to want to see rather than who they actually are and it's 
like just be you and it doesn't have to be the prettiest version of you or the craziest version of you it just has to be you like just stop trying to be someone else that's so true and when I tell people it's like not getting matches isn't necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. um simply it just means that like it's just one more person who you don't have to try to sift through or mm-hmm. you know evaluate if they're like a good match for you or if they're gonna like who you are absolutely you know rather than I feel like that at least for me that's a lot easier to manage than like being rejected by somebody mm-hmm. like going on a date or two or three or five or however many you get to and then them being like hmm not what I thought it was like not my favorite flavor mm-hmm. that is a lot harder for me than just like somebody not even like swipe, you know like just swiping away or totally not, yeah not totally. even like getting started yep agreed um, because like, like I said after a couple dates or once you physically start connecting with somebody like I said you usually tend to be more genuine and authentic and they really start to see you so that's like the rejection of me as a person not me as a facade or an idea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I think like I said I think it's a great idea I think you should start working with guys because I'm pretty sure you <laughs> could or <laughs> some friends should like you should do friend referrals like people should be able to refer their friends to you for yeah, exactly for you need help yes I've seen your profile you're like well, what help. do you mean I was like no we've seen some of these like you, you guys could use a little help and, and that's and that's the funniest thing for me is I know a lot of people work with women uh like in couples a lot because but it's usually the woman who tends to like suggest it bring it up or like get their partner into coming to get seek help somewhere but I was like, why is it never the man? You know, it is nearly always the man with me, which is hilarious really? because it is not my branding. It is not who I target to. But yet I have had so many. The first time a man called me to ask for support, I thought he was coming to fix my door. Like I never had men call me. And then all of a sudden all these men are referring because they want support with their partners. It's just, yeah, it's wild. So it does it does happen. It was, I don't know why or how, but I'm glad. I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone has to go first. Maybe I need to move to Australia because that is not the case <laughs> yeah, here. Come on over. <laughs> because like, that's, that was like, that was my big thing. I was like, you know what? I was like, I feel like there aren't a lot of programs for men here. I was like, let's shift our focus mm. to men. And I see why they're not a lot because they're just, I don't know if they're afraid or they're just not ready mm. or they, here's the thing. And I, I say this, I can say this because it was me not too long, long ago. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss. Mm. Like if we, like, <laughs> I swear, I thought I was like, I'm a total catch. This is the best dating profile ever. Like, <laughs> why do I not have more suitors? Okay. Um, and then I like, I wiped the crust from my eyes and like, I had an awakening and I was like, oh, Okay. I was like, okay, maybe we're not doing as well as we think we are, guys. Like, so I was like, you know what? Now that I've gotten some help, let me let me help you. You know, let me teach you guys how to fish too, metaphorically, not not literally, because we don't want to see the fish the fish pictures. No, no, no. And like, do better. Um, and I like started this, and then my response was more women were interested to work mm. with me than men, and I'm just like, well, I don't have anything for you guys. Um, I'm. I've, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do here. I, this is, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, so yeah, I was like, uh, you never know. Your market kind of shifts at times mm. like this. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, maybe I should just lean into it and just mm-hmm. start doing more. I don't even, I don't, not even changing, just working with women more because anybody who's like, I say like, if you have a sibling or a partner or a kid and you're listening to the show or you're like signed up for one of the programs, share it with them too, because mm-hmm. maybe that's all they need. You know, sometimes, you know, if somebody gives you a nudge, you'd be like, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll do mm-hmm. some good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? Okay. You said you're you're like you're not single, you're not dating right now. Mm. So, but like, have you ever been a part of the swiping culture? I haven't. Isn't um, that interesting? No, I've been with my husband for a very long time, <laughs> over twenty years. What? Yeah. So dating apps didn't exist when oh, we were years. younger. Were yeah, you have, like high school I, sweethearts. Yeah, kind of. We didn't go okay. to school together, but we met when we were seventeen. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. gonna be like, I was like, um, I don't think that math adds up. Like, I don't think. <laughs> I don't I'm 38. I'm 38. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was so, gonna be like, I was like, I was gonna be like, um, wow, like Australia <laughs> does great things because. No, but okay, okay, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't, which is interesting that I had so many single women want to come and work with me, but it's not. Yeah, like I think I've worked with so many now that I get it. Like I get what the, and I, I feel for you guys, it's not, I don't envy you. It's not a, it's not like it used to be. You used to be able to just meet two guys at the pub and choose which one you liked, not, you know, 40 on an app. So there's the choice is almost debilitating sometimes and not helpful. Um, yeah. And I say that, I was like, options are not like, not always your friend. Mm-hmm. Because they, like you said, they, they paralyze people a lot. Um, yeah. I actually hate a restaurant where it has like a bazillion options that you can choose from to eat. Like I want the one that has like 10 and I can choose between those 10. It's overwhelming. Listen, give me, give me one of these options. I want either a burger, a sand, a salad. Like just give me like four basic things. I got this. Yeah. I can pick. <laughs> give me 40. No, thank you. I'm, yeah. I'll just kind of taste everything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So uh like I said, you, you work with a lot of women in their bios. Are there anything besides like the fish? Um, I mean, I guess I, I see where you're coming from when you say like put your values in your bio, because a lot of times you see people talk about like their religion or mm-hmm. like their animals and stuff. Um, what are some other ways that you like really like, I just, I really want to like spend some time on the bio because like I said, I feel mm-hmm. like that's the biggest first step for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, because unfortunately, you don't always get to showcase yourself because um, some people are better in person. You know, they just, mm-hmm. they have like this charisma or they just deliver or mm-hmm. the anticipation doesn't get to them. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I really want like, the, especially the guy listeners and the, and the female listeners to be able to like take something and be like, okay, even, even women, even if you're fishing, I don't want to see your fish pictures. <laughs> um, no, like this is just universal, like for everybody. No fish pictures. <laughs> no um, fish pictures and no pictures in the mirror. That's true. Of you or posing. Sun- oh, sunglasses. Okay, like, I'm okay oh, yeah, with sunglasses. That's true. A lot yeah. of people don't like sunglasses because they want to see your eyes. That's mm-hmm. true. So, yeah, just make sure you have some photos without sunglasses. That's true. I think if I did yeah. say three things that, like, as a guy, I don't like seeing on profiles, it'd have to be, like, filters, mm. sunglasses, and then, like, the quote-unquote, like, sorority pick or like girl pick where it's just like you and all your gal pals just like, I was like mm. I was like 
that's okay for one or two pictures, but if it's every mm. picture, I was like, how am I supposed yeah, you to don't know which one they are. Exactly. You so have true. to, you yeah. have to do You have to have something that stands out in your picture. Yeah, totally. And you have to have different pictures. Like don't do five selfies. It doesn't show any variety of who you are. Exactly. Like in your photos, if you like going traveling, do a picture of you on top of a pyramid or a mountain or something. Yeah. Like, don't just put the mountain, but put you in like doing what you like doing. If you like dressing up in different costumes, put that like, just do different pictures. I completely agree with that. I think the best profile I've seen from somebody who like loved to travel, they had a globe and they were like acting like they were taking a bite out of it. And they're like, they're like, I'm hungry to travel. And I was like, I'm not going to forget this. Like that's memorable. Yeah. And it also yep. tells me you have like a sense of humor. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, you really have to take the time to see like what character is coming out of your pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you only get so many like words you can type. Um, yeah, exactly. And pictures are what people see first, to be fair. Like they do true. just see that swipe. And if they're not impressed, they move on. So, and it's not about you being pretty. That's I, I love that you talked about the filters because women think they need to use the filters, but they look, they don't look like you at all. And you can tell it's a, like, yeah. they just, just don't because it's not you. <laughs> Again, so they're going to rock up and be like, oh, you don't look anything like that photo. Or like, <laughs> they're just spinning around in the restaurant and be like, I don't see you. Like, yeah, there's nobody with like sparkly eyes anywhere. So like, yeah. there's no way this is you. There's no way it's you. No one that tanned. What's happening? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nobody with like little bubble eyes. Like, you know, no, no. I was like, you don't look like a cartoon character. So um, no. right, you're not my date. I'm a date. No, I, I, that's so true. Um, and then as far as, like you said, um, moving into the actual, like if, you have good pictures. Now we're moving into the bio. I, I, I think it should be short and sweet. Short and sweet. Some of these bios mm. are just way too long. And mm. once you get too wordy, I feel like I either lose interest, not because you're boring, but like, I just can't read all that. Mm. Um, and then B, you didn't really tell me anything about you. Mm. I was like, okay, the, like the massive takeaway is like, sometimes it's like, you have a religion, you like animals, but like that doesn't tell me anything about like you, you know, like Yeah, it's true. And make it intriguing. Like make people want to ask you a question about it. Like that's exactly yeah. I was like, you have to leave me something in there, like if we do match or you do like me, or like however the app is set up, mm-hmm. I now have somewhere to go so mm-hmm. I can start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all right. It looks like we're almost about to time out on the session. So I'm gonna start up a new session. Go out and go back in. Yeah. All right. We'll be right. Guys, welcome back. Um, Still here with Beck. Uh, We were just joking around uh, on the break, and that that is something. uh, I we I was just like, I miss you, and it's like it's been so long. But in between, like your first and second date, or typically most of your dates, it's not that much time elapsing. So, I miss you is probably not the best wording that you could use with a person it's like it comes on a little strong or like a little it's a little red flaggy yeah <laughs> I was like I just saw you not even seven days ago like if we can't it's like uh, let's just take let's take it I just talked to, I literally talked to you like an hour ago when we confirmed plans so <laughs> take it easy oh your body forever ago it's just this <laughs> okay yeah you know what sometimes you just need a notepad and then a notepad for your notepad because my memory is it's <laughs> it's shot okay 
<laughs> like I'll have a thought and I have no idea what my thought means. So I need yeah. another note. Like I need notes on my thoughts. So I know. What yeah. I'm yes. Bio. We're talking bio. Yeah. Yeah. No. So when you're crafting your bio, this is something I highly, I've, I do all the time and I always encourage any of my clients to do have somebody go over your bio, like go over mm. your profile, your bio, especially um, before you upload it, so to speak, or you finalize it or help change your bio as many times as you want. Like they yeah. don't, they don't limit the amount of times you can do it. So keep doing it until you and like the people who you trust or you see regularly be like, okay, this is, this is good. Peer review. That's what it is. You know, um, mm. just because a nine out of 10 times they're unbiased. So, and they, they, they want you to do well. So like, they really want you to put out the best foot forward so to speak mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and especially like your mates like you know they know what type of people you're into so they can see is what you're displaying the right thing to like attract this type of person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah even get them to ride it for you if you're struggling to ride it I mean I mean that's so true I remember one day it was I think the start of the pandemic like the first couple months um I had like went on like I like started matching with people and I was just like, or like I was not matching with people. And I was like, I don't know why I'm not matching. I, I, cause I was like, I don't know what's wrong. So I, I hand my phone to my coworker and she looks at it and she's like, I can see several things wrong right off the bat. And I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't know I had this many uh, flags. So like, let's get rid of some of these. And so I had her like start to like bottom, like gut my profile, my pictures, the bio, even like some of like my playlists that I had on there that I said I liked. Um, and she was like, you just, she's like, she's like, this is such a guy profile. And I was like, what does that even mean? She was like, there's a lot of nothing in here. And I just, I see like nothing about you. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I have like, she's like, yeah, you have a bunch of pictures of you doing sports things and like eating. <laughs> and I was like, there, you I mean, yeah, you, that says nothing about me besides I do a sports thing and I like food. Everybody <laughs> I likes eat food. and then I work it off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like just basic life. Mm-hmm. No, and so after I like after I saw the difference of like, okay, here's what I had, and then here's what she did. A, I guess the lady took a notice too because I started getting more matches. Mm-hmm. I think that year I ended up getting like tw- I went on like 22 first dates. Um, mm-hmm because I changed my bio I actually like started putting my character and personality into the thing that people see first Mm. you know isn't that so interesting we should get like a group of guys and girls together and swap their phones and they can help each other this this is true you know if they're straight that would work (laughs) even if it's not like I think like that's also a thing I've learned too um is no matter who it like who it is you gain amazing perspective um so like (laughs) I always anytime like now anytime I like I need to craft a new buyer or something I always have like one of my friends from like each category like present I was like okay guys (laughs) what areas am I missing I need to get all the bases covered because the the world committee yes there's a council there there's a there's a tender council and a bumble business yes I need I just I need you to be the chief uh, outreach officer because once we we get the match I need a good opening line and I know you always you're good for something 
Yeah. No, it really, it takes the village, it takes the village. And that's the thing, people, people think, when I say, I was like, I tell, I tell people that like I play, I, I do use the word play when it comes to the apps and stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, I've, I've made a game out of it because I don't want, I don't think you should take it too, too serious um, mm. because you're not interviewing people to be your partner. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. You still want to, like I said, I think play is super important in any relationship mm-hmm. um, from the very beginning till the end. If you can't mm-hmm. have fun or there's no lighthearted spirit throughout it, I feel like there's been too much pressure. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you either put your foot in your mouth or you have performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, and a lot of the guys I work with, um, well, the few guys I work with, they do sometimes have this performance anxiety when they're like sending messages off because they don't want to come mm-hmm. across too needy or mm-hmm. too forward. It's, it's, I, I like the, just the analogy of the seesaw, you know, you have to find that right balance to keep mm-hmm. you level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, dating, like I said, guys, it's, it's, it's hard, but like I said, it has to be fun too. Um, because if you aren't having fun before you meet each other, mm. like, what are you going to do when you meet each other? Just sit yeah. there awkwardly? Yeah, totally, totally. And if it's not becoming fun anymore, just get off the apps. Like, just have a that's, break. It is okay to have a break. That's so true. Like, I okay, I'm really bad at this. I've never uninstalled any of the apps before. Like, they have still been, like, installed since day one in 2014 or 12 whenever I got on them for the first time it's like 10 years like they've just been sitting there I mean (laughs) now that's not to say I haven't like stopped using but like they're always there like they're always looking me in the face saying come swipe like sometimes okay sometimes they're just fun to like if you're like if you literally have nothing to do like swiping will occupy your brain span for a little bit of time even if you're like not really like I was like I was completely emotionally unavailable but I was still swiping why? Because I needed a little ego boost to be like, you, maybe somebody likes me, you know, like that's, that, that, that's a good feeling. Like no matter who you are, when you get a match, even if you're not interested, you like, it's a little like ego and emotional boost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, well, you weren't part of the site culture, so like, you didn't have to worry about that. So <laughs> no, your audience, Josh, you, she wasn't there. She was not there. <laughs> all you other people listening you know what I'm talking about right like when you get that match that little ding like the notification like oh it just does something to me yeah (laughs) no um but do you ever work with people who are experiencing like the dating fatigue or like like, they just get tired of the whole I feel like process yeah so many so so many it's yeah I feel like often people come to me when they're at that stage because they're just like almost like I just don't know what to do I feel like I've tried everything it's this is exhausting I don't know what to do any different and I need help so I feel like that's when people kind of come to me and dating burnout is real like it's so real and it's horrible and um and it's your responsibility like you've got to take care of you it's the state like you got to know when it becomes too much, when it gets, feels like it's getting exhausting, feels like it's getting too much. Do you need a break? Do you need to limit your time on the apps? Like I know you say go on there for fun, but sometimes people need to schedule in time that they're on there and they're on there for 10 minutes and then they're off and it's purposeful, intentional time on there. Because otherwise it's just this, like it's almost like, you know, when you're on, like I do it on Instagram, I'll sit there scrolling on Instagram and I get off and I'm like, I feel dead inside. Like what was the purpose of that? Like it's like... Oh my gosh, you almost I took got me out of nothing that. out of that. <laughs> like, so 
sometimes you just have to I don't know, go outside enjoy the sunshine and what life has to offer often up like and go true. to the pub go go meet some people with your friends like there's not it's not just apps that you have dating on and sometimes you have to mix it up with other ways of meeting new people because the apps have only got this one way and and the algorithm on the app sometimes I honestly feel like sometimes they're built to keep you on the app so they'll give you people who are purposely not right for you because I'm like they make money from you, you know? So you got to remember, they're a business, all of these apps. I Honestly, I've never thought about that. Never thought about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, stop giving I mean, them business. When you're... <laughs> <laughs> I, well, well, no, it's like, you know, I was like, no. Put a you... new photo on Instagram or something and watch everyone like it. That's true. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, the apps are here to help me find love too. They want me to find my person. <laughs> no, they don't. Wow, they, they don't. So you're that no wonder like because they always send you the notification hey you can super like this person mm-hmm. for like 6.99 no i don't want that I yeah just, yeah i just right? want a person to like me for me you know i signed up to all the apps when i was starting this business because like i want to know what they said to my husband um right. just so you know i've downloaded all the dating apps for all of my phones oh, <laughs> and i created I, a profile and i didn't right put here. any picture and i had messages from people like like, like there was nothing about i think my name was charlotte and there was no pictures, no bio. I hadn't even finished. And I got messages from people like, hey, sexy, want to hang out? And I was like, what is this ridiculousness? You don't even know who I am. You're nothing about me. Okay, the like, spam trolls are like, <laughs> like scam artists. I was like, I, hey, I appreciate what you do. Um, just for the simple fact, you invest so much time into yeah. crafting these like spam, like, cookie cutter messages to like trick people i was like imagine if you use that force for good like yeah no way listen <laughs> you could probably have a great marketing job somewhere yeah or like a te- like car sales you would probably sell anything yeah. <laughs> or i was like you just have to be dumb as a bag of rocks like hey sexy to like the default picture setting like yeah. the, the silhouette i was like i mean yeah <laughs> c- come on yes here. that silhouette is so sexy <laughs> You know, I've, I've always liked the silhouette, you know, just something about those vague outline features that just, I do declare, I do declare. I'm, you know what? That was wrong of me. I should not assume whatever you, whatever, whatever you, you're into. Yeah. Whatever you're into. Go, like I, That's for you. That's for you. But most of the people, it's usually not silhouettes. Oh no. Oh my God. I got distracted on that. Um, oh yeah. What are some, yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like the theme of every episode is like how long will josh actually stay focused Um, it's it's a gamble guys it's a gamble um no like what are do you are there like any signs that you usually see or like um that that people are starting to hit that like dating fatigue or um when they start to notice it are there any like things that you like suggest that they start to do um to avoid like getting to that hopeless end of the road situation Yeah, I mean, most of the time it doesn't happen just once. So just recognising what the triggers are for you or what is the lead up. Like for me, I normally notice people say things like, oh, there's just no good guys out there. Like it it shows their belief system starts to come through around like, you know, I'm never going to find anyone. It's just such a waste of time. There's no good guys out there. Um, No one's ever going to like me for me. Like all of this negative sort of beliefs start coming through. That's what I sort of notice with them um and I it depends where you're kind of at on the burnout scale but if you're at that spot I say 
take a break from it because there's no point going on the app when you're in that kind of mind frame because you're not going to attract anyone. Like it's going to be a waste of your time. Yeah. It's just going to lead to more burnout. And sometimes you just need a break. Like it's like when people get burnt out from work, take some time off. Like there's no point you going to that same job every day being burnt out because it's useless. Yeah. So like take time out, even take time out from dating and take time out to just reassess what you want. And like where in that process of your, that's when I like really pair it back to basics. Like let's go back to what you want. Do you know what you want? Do you know what your values are? Do you know what you're looking for? Do you, will you know when someone approaches you if they're going to be right for you? Like, what are you judging that off? Just like, do you have any idea? Like sometimes yeah. people just think I'm ready to date. So they download the dating app, put up some crap about them and they go out there and they have no idea what they're looking for. And so then yes. when they start going on dates, like I just don't even know, like that's honestly like getting in a car not knowing where you're going and just driving around aimlessly because there's no destination in your gps like it's just crazy but sometimes that's a fun adventure just drive at least the driving aimlessly <laughs> it is part. it is yeah it is but it also can lead to burnout because if you just so it depends if you're if you're aware that you're just having fun and you're open and you want to see what happens great but if you're serious and a lot of people most of the women i work with let's say want a relationship and they want to find love they're not going on there for just having sex or just having fun with someone so there is a little bit of a difference in that most of these women really want a relationship they want to find love they want to settle down they want to have kids I hate the word settle down so let's let's take that out, let's take it out. <laughs> but they want to have fun in a relationship yeah so they they need to know what they're looking for like they don't have time to waste to be like let's just see what comes you know uh and I agree even even for guys, I, I feel like everybody, like you said, going back to communication, when you have to communicate what you're there for um, mm. early on, whether that's something casual. Actually, I, I don't like the term casual dating mm. for the mere fact is like nobody can really define it. Mm. But I was just like, what's casual to you? And nobody mm. has an answer or like nobody has mm. a consecutive uh, answer, can, you know, a concise answer. Mm. So I was like, are you are you here just for like a short period of time? Are you here for a fling? Mm. Do you do you, are you trying to find like a forever partner? Mm. Um, do you just want some companionship? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like people are afraid to either ask that question or answer that question because, like you said, they're afraid that people be uninterested or move on. Totally, and it's actually like I want to put it out there: it is okay to do all of those things. It is okay to want casual sex it is okay to just want to have a friend out of this it's okay to want a long-term partner it doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum but you've got to be honest about it yeah. so that you find someone who wants the same thing because otherwise it's just a mismatch and then you end up with people like saying they hate these apps or like then the yep. apps or like certain things get bad names because like well somebody who just wanted like a fling got yep. paired up with somebody who's looking for a relationship or a yeah. potential yeah. Like, marriage um and then like they were either clashing or after one person got their fulfillment, they like left mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it like leaves all this baggage or, um, you know, kind of residual ick fit feeling, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, it's, it's not, I, I say it's not fair. And no matter who you tell this to or however many times you say it, when we say like hey tell the person what they're what you're looking for what you want I, I don't know what it is about people but we always feel like we're either the exception or we can change things mm. 
<laughs> and it's like, oh, like, oh yeah, I can do casual or like, I'm not really looking for something knowing that you like, you are looking for something, mm-hmm. not really looking for something equals looking for something because it's mm-hmm. not, not looking for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, right? That logic, it yeah. tracks. Trust me, I, I, I've done the math. <laughs> and then once you want, but when you have a person who who's honest from the start and is like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. I like just want to hook up. When that person is true to their word and they deliver, like, don't get mad. Don't act shocked. Or like, don't try yep. to like convince them that like they want to date you. Yep. Because like, <laughs> yep. they're like, I or think you're the one that's going to change them. What's yeah. that? Um, there's a great saying, and I always forget who it's from, but when someone shows you who they are, trust them. Yeah. You know, like they're being honest about it. Like, just trust that that's their word. They're not lying to you. You're not being fooled here. Like, yeah. only go into that with the 100% knowing that that's how it's going to be. That's how it could be in 10 years' time. That's how it is. Like, it's not, you're not going to change them to want a most romantic relationship with you. Unless you are like a hypnotist or yeah. <laughs> like a, a siren, something. Myth like mythological it's it's usually it's not going to work all it's going to do is like you invested in like your feelings hurt after like everything crashes and falls apart yeah yeah you just reminded me of something of um what I told people not to put in their bio so please don't put uh, I don't want any players or any fuck boys or anyone because I feel like sometimes that invites people they go oh challenge accepted yeah challenge accepted listen and you've turned it, you've now turned it into a game. Yep. No guy is going to own up to the fact. Or yes, girl. Exactly. I've, I've, I've met f- I've <laughs> fuck women before, fuck girls, I guess. <laughs> Nobody's going to own up to that title or they're, they're going to do the opposite. And they're going to lean into it too hard. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm too much of a player for you not like to want to play the game, to get sucked in. Just be in the moment. I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like the first thing that like, you should look for in every exchange is like, am I having fun? Am I enjoying mm-hmm. myself right now? Mm-hmm. Am I being mm-hmm. present? Because mm-hmm. when you put too many labels on things, labels are attached to memories and emotions, I feel mm-hmm. like. So it's like when you go and buy a bottle of like alcohol, it's like you buy a brand that is either recognizable, means something to you because like your family probably drank it or mm-hmm. that you know is like well-proven. When mm-hmm. you go for these certain labels or you start putting these labels on things you you're, you're setting certain expectations and, that, and that's I guess that's what I meant like the very first question when I when I was talking about standards is mm. when you put these labels and expectations on things it sets a standard mm. and is it is it fair to judge somebody by this standard that you put on them that necessary wasn't necessarily the goal or agreed upon mm. no yeah, I think couples do this a bit, actually. There's like these moving goals or moving standards that they yeah. want, and um, but it's not talk- talked about. <laughs> so it's just like, it's crazy. I just don't know how you expect people to reach that stuff when you don't talk about it. Exactly. And, I was like, and that's why I stress so much about communication, guys, is, well, yeah, communication, because it helps you, it closes the gap. Mm-hmm. But the other part of the gap that really like seals it shut is not really expecting things. You're like, what do you mean? Like I have to, like, mm-hmm. there has to be some expectation, some standard. I was like, no, there really doesn't. The standard or the expectation is you're happy. You're mm-hmm. enjoying yourself. You're giving an opportunity. Like mm-hmm. that's the whole reason you're on the app is to try something you've never tried before or to mm-hmm. open yourself up to 
like I'm, I'm going back to my whole Disney me- metaphor, a whole new world. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're all Jasmine really thinking if we want to take that ride on the flying carpet with Aladdin. <laughs> I mean, think about it. She's like, mm, do I, don't I, he's not really my type, but he is like, like that's where we're, we're all right there on that, like the precipice. Yeah. And then yeah. we just like, we just, we take off, we're soaring. And if you think like, if at any point, like, do you think Jasmine's like, this is going to be the best magic carpet ride ever. Like he's going to do this, that, and the, like there weren't all these expectations and stipulations to make it great. She was just mm-hmm. present in this moment with Aladdin. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be magical. That's the magic of like, I feel mm-hmm. like the dating game. Mm-hmm. It's just going, like going along with, going with the flow, like just being present and like seeing where the ride takes you. Mm-hmm. Because maybe it takes you outside of the goals or what you thought you would want for your life. But that's like a good thing. Yeah, you know what's so interesting about what you just said as well? Like so many women that I work with want um, like want a man who's going to pick the date and say where they're going to go and and have all these decisions made for them. Yet they're not willing to be in flow of it. They want to still be in control. And you just can't have, you're not going to have two masculine energies there. Like it's just not going to work. So you need to be able to lean into that like flow and surprise and allow it to happen um, and let go of the control if you want this to happen. Like when you said that, like, I don't even, like, I've never heard this as a phrase before, but I'm sorry, I might Mm. coin it, but that just sounded like structured spontaneity. Mm. And that's all like, that's also like an oxymoron. Like Mm. Mm -hmm. how's like, how is it spontaneous if it's structured? Mm -hmm. I just, it doesn't make sense. Once again, it's something mythological that does not exist. Okay. <laughs> let's not create, let's not create like dragons or anything, you know, let's stay in the, the realm, even though we're just talking about flying carpets, let's stay in the realm of reality here. Okay? <laughs> we're going to do a poll. You guys watching this, even leave it down in the comments who like, what's the, because I know you've all, we've all watched Disney like princesses growing up, mm-hmm. even the guys, what like what do you think is like the best like Disney like he- like healthiest Disney relationship? Mm. I always I always thought it was like Aladdin, like Jasmine and I mean true there was like a little bit of like lying at the beginning, but I feel overall like they had like the healthiest kind of like triangle. I feel like I haven't watched any in so long. <laughs> I haven't either. That's why I was like this, comment. <laughs> you know, I was like this is what I think it is from like my two decades of like remembering. <laughs> yeah. But you know, but I could be wrong. I might have to. I might have to re up. I mean, they're making live actions of everything now, so maybe that'll mm. give me a more perspective. I'll go back and rewatch those. <laughs> that'll just big for people, you know. Um, yeah. And that, that that usually, and the reason I always try to find like a nostalgic component is simply because it sends us all back to that first time mm. uh, where we did anything or like started our toxic or problematic cycles. Because we do repeat these patterns, like even when we like take a break from the sites or the bars or wherever you go to meet people, when you go back in, if you really haven't done any work, you're just yeah. restarting your cycle all over again. Yeah, yeah, it, that's 100% true. It's the same as um, like when a couple has an argument and I say, take some time apart before you go and discuss it because you need to be able to have the space and capacity to be able to talk about it reasonably. If they go away and they think in their head about the argument constantly, they're going to come back in with the same frame of mind. But right. If they go away and they think, what could have I done differently? Like it's the same thing with the apps, like go off, but then do some work around what could be done different, not just have a break and come back on and be like, 
I'm ready again. Exactly. Like, yes. Repeat yeah. the same thing. Oh man, it's, uh, it's the definition of insanity: doing the same thing over yeah. and over, expecting different results. Mm-hmm. Got to shake it up. Got to try something new. Um, and like you were saying, the out al- the algorithm. Um, I feel like it knows that. And it's like true. You haven't mm-hmm. used this in a while, but let's just throw you right back into it. Mm. Um, I, I feel like, and that's one of the reasons I li- I kind of liked Hinge when it when it came out, mm. is because it does force you. I don't know if you've, I mean, you have that. I don't yeah, know Hinge you, is big that. here. Yeah, I like Hinge actually. Because it forces you, a it gets you away from swipe culture a little bit, mm. and it forces you to actually show your personality and mm. like think about why you may or may not be interested in a person mm. because you have to leave a comment and mm-hmm. so like you have to engage with that person and yeah. I feel like most of the time when we go out of our way to engage and not just leave a like it's what our, it's our honest opinion it's what we really feel it's not a crafted narrative to try to woo somebody mm. agreed thank you I, I I spend a lot of time on that opinion long ago I was asked to like do like a survey and rate the apps and like what I think is the most effective and I like put hinge like towards the top because Mm. out of what's available I do think it's like one of the best this is an ad I don't get paid by hinge unless (laughs) they want to send me dollars then Um, me too I'm ready I'm open (laughs) um, listen I I will you will be the app designed to be deleted because I'll I'll shove everybody there uh <laughs> what a great tagline too hey it, like really, the, listen yeah, i was like i, I give think it they've up done them. something different and i i think that yeah i like it they took our advice on like what your dating profile should be they did yeah. something that made them stand out yeah you know do the work whatever i said before i forgot again uh, thank you so much for just like hanging out with me today um giving us that amazing advice on how to take our profiles to the next level um and just kind of be our authentic self so that more so that when we get in a position whether it's on an app or out at a pub somewhere that we are comfortable being ourselves and we know how to hopefully form a meaning connection with somebody out there mm-hmm. and shoot for another love story such as yours two decades strong you know <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm which like, has I'm, been work everyone <laughs> listen I, I'm still trying to get over like the the year mark uh myself i just i i need to take my own advice more yeah or, no, I, we all. honestly i just you know i was like I'm, I'm in that stage i'm like in my um i call it my software update stage it's like because we're always working on ourselves so like i'm trying to get to josh like 2.6 right now so oh, I'm, just, I'm just working just working on myself um that way when i go back out there i don't fall through the same trap again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know um but before we let you go it's my favorite part of the show. Mm. I call it the quickie questions. It's just a little mm. bit of a reverse icebreaker. So I get to know who you are as a person, not you as the professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's just about five questions that get a little more stimulating as we go. So I hope you're ready. They're like kind of like lightning. I'm ready. Yeah. Right. First question should be super easy because we've already covered it. If you get this yeah. one wrong, then I'm just, just tisk um are you having you all (laughs) yeah uh, yep yep we'll just we'll have to go all the way back to the beginning and do it all over um are you like right now are you currently partnered unpartnered um expanding your partnership where 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 do you where are you at oh I like expand I'm not expanding my partnership but I do like that term Uh, I'm partnered okay and um 
so obviously you guys have been together for a while and Mm. they did something right when he first met so what was a really big green flag that they displayed where you knew that this could be my person the fun for sure yeah yeah the element of fun can you think of like a moment where it was like super fun or like you were like you just I don't know you just knew I feel like we get previews I feel like dating is like previews of like marriage or like the rest of the relationship so like was there one moment where you were just like taken back I think just uh, we met when we did some uh, like peer education work together. We were really young and we had to do a blindfolding activity and he had to walk me around the room and said, do you trust me? I think he walked me into a wall or something like that. So I do remember like that being like, it was funny though. We had yeah. a lot of fun together at that time. Listen, love hurts sometimes, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, the opposite side of that would be in the in the in the two plus decades uh, you guys have been together. Have there been any? I'm not gonna say red flags. I feel like you still wouldn't be there. But have there just been any things that like have annoyed you or that you've had to kind of not conform but uh, adjust to? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it's not been an an easy ride as such. Like we've got remember we've been together when we're seventeen to now thirty eight, so they're really formative years of your life. Right. And I will say in that time, like we did break up when I was twenty five, and I went traveling around Europe, um, and that was really important for us because we'd molded into one human. Like it was like Beck and Mike, and we're just one person, and so it was really important for us to have those separate lives. Um. So yeah, we've definitely had like many times over the span of our relationship together where it's been difficult and we've had to question if we're doing the right thing and and stay together. I mean, the fact that you were able to come back together after that really like kind of solidifies or puts in perspective that a relationships are work, but also if it's meant to be, you will find a way back to each other. Totally. Yeah. We were just drawn back together. Yeah. I mean, love it's organic, it's natural. Mm -hmm. So makes sense. If you could go back in time and tell your younger self something about relationships, what piece of advice would that be? It would definitely be to put your boundaries in place early on and not be afraid of that and to just be me. I don't I don't think I was very me at the beginning of our relationship. I was worried that I was going to lose him. I was worried that he was like confident and I was worried that I wasn't going to be enough. And so I think I'd just say, just be me because I've had to spend this whole time coming out and being me and being even more loved for it. So I'm like, if I was just fully me in the beginning, would I have just been just as loved, you know? Yeah, I think that would be it. Do you think that some, like two people can have a relationship if only one, or I guess that's not the question I want to ask. Is it cheating if, one person thinks they're in a relationship with a person who doesn't think that they're in a relationship. Did that make sense? Kind of. Um, it depends on what your definition of cheating is. Like it's cheating is such an interesting one because so many people define it so differently. So I, I, don't, I guess it would be cheating for the person who thought they're in a relationship. Depends what the other person's doing as well. Yeah, was, Are they cheating? I was like, I was like that. I was like, is it even a relationship if like you both don't agree that it's a relationship? I was like, that that was my fundamental block, but you you took it yeah. a step further. It was like, yeah, I mean it's half cheating. It's, see, that's it's complex. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you need to communicate what you think these things are. Hey? And, and listen when people tell you them truth their truth and yep. don't try to like yep. 
change it and be like I know he's yep. I know they said this but like really they do want to be they didn't me. mean no yeah. that's not that's that's not that's not what that, meant. <laughs> that that's not what that meant what's one thing that you think you can do better as a partner uh listen and trust we have a two and a half year old and I definitely fall into the trap of being like I'm the right parent I know what I'm doing more than mm-hmm. you um and it's not true <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> allow him to lead that process sometimes. And, yeah, you know, it. if you make enough rights, you'll end up on the left somewhere. So it makes sense that, like, you could be the right parent and then it just circles back around to him sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, last question. What do you have coming up next? What's next for Beck? Well, yeah, uh, next is probably I'm relaunching my membership which is a membership for single women who are dating um, because I'm putting some really cool new things in there so um, I'm just about to release my free downloadable um, which I think I should know this off the top of my head but it's titled um, six things you're doing wrong in dating and how to fix them (laughs) doesn't sound right that's the premise of it I can't remember the title there we go most likely by the time this airs yes we'll we'll, we'll have it down in the notes (laughs) and then I'll be able to put it down below so you can read and interact with it (laughs) all righty for everybody listening and tuning in and watching today where can we find you um if we want to reach out and get to know you a little bit better so I'm the relationship circle on Instagram Facebook uh, LinkedIn that's it I think I don't do any other social media um, or my website therelationshipcircle.com there we go so guys if you're interested in her upcoming program which will probably be roughly active well, when does it start when you, you... well it's already open so okay. the membership is the dare to date membership and it's www.daretodate.app um, that's open now and I'm just relaunching it because we started last oh, I want to say October and I had a founding member launch and now we're just kind of I've honed it in to be more of what people want okay if you guys are interested in that don't forget to go on down uh, below and click into that it'll take you right to her page um, so you can sign up for that workshop that that session with her just show her some love because she's been amazing today (laughs) she woke up early like just to be here so we we have to we have to show some love for that um and I'm pretty sure we'll have her back on again um maybe after I make it past uh, a third date um we can bring bring her back on or if I ever start to have another dry spell and I need to uh, tinder a bumble audit you know I'll uh, maybe like record that we'll stream that so I will see all you beautiful people next Thursday for another episode of the not so bad bachelor pad and remember just hang on we're still trying to find our balance. Don't become too much of a dumpster fire. If you wanna be, if you, if you wanna be, if you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never.